My mother opened the front door, kissed me hello, rearranged my fringe and pincered an imaginary piece of lint off my jacket without missing a beat in her phone conversation. Okay, Jean, she continued in her best caring, sharing voice. I hear that you want to die, but before you end it all, maybe we should talk about what's been going on in your life up till now. I followed Mum down the hall into the kitchen. Jean, here's what I need you to do. Very slowly, step away from the ledge. Now take your time, no hurry. Mum sat down at the kitchen table and covered the mouthpiece with her hand. Got another jumper, third this week. There's tea in the pot. I took two mugs from the kitchen cupboard. Jean, Mum continued into the phone, it's Shelley here again. Okay, have you done that for me? No, Jean, please don't jump. Jean, listen to me. I need you to come off the ledge and get back into your apartment. No, please calm down. Don't yell. I've got a chicken in the oven. I looked a question at my mother. What's that supposed to mean? Don't yell. I've got a chicken in the oven. She covered the mouthpiece again. I couldn't think of anything else to say, she said. You want to swap places? Mum turned her attention back to poor suicidal Jean. So, how many husbands have cheated on you? This is the fifth. Oh, I agree, that is rather a lot. No, of course that doesn't make you ugly, worthless and a total loser. You've made some poor life choices, that's all. Diabolical, more like, I muttered. Mum waved her hand and shushed me. How do I roast a chicken? Well, before I put it in the oven, I lift the skin away from the meat and rub in butter, crushed garlic and freshly ground salt and pepper. Oh, you put a lemon in the cavity to keep it moist. I might try that. Now then, Jean, have you moved away from the ledge? You're back inside? Oh, well done. Now perhaps you should go and sit down. Good. Now, have you thought of getting some counselling? You need to find out why you keep choosing men who cheat on you. I mean, as Dr Phil would say, how's that working for you? There could be some kind of codependency going on. Your relationships do sound highly dysfunctional. Oh, I see you've already made an appointment with a therapist. Excellent. That makes me think you don't really want to die and that maybe you're in fact looking to be empowered. Oh my God, you want to kill your husband? No, Jean, I'm not talking about that kind of empowerment. You have to listen to me. Step away from the knife rack. Don't do this, Jean, I'm begging you. I just don't think cutting off your husband's testicles while he's taking a nap is your best way forward. I mean, think of the mess. All that blood on the sofa. Jean, are you there? Please don't hang up. Oh, you are there. You've taken a Valium. Good idea. That'll calm you down. Now then, I'm going to stay on the line until the Valium kicks in. No, I'm not on my own. My daughter Tallulah's here. She's come for Sunday lunch. Yes, it's a lovely name. I've got two daughters. Tally's a lawyer. Scarlett's a stand-up comedian. You've got a greyhound called Meatloaf. 
That's nice. Mum and I sipped our tea and she carried on talking to Jean. Four or five minutes went by. You're starting to feel calmer now. Good. Now, before I hang up, I want you to promise me you'll keep the therapist's appointment and that you won't castrate your husband while he's sleeping. Please don't let me down. Okay, I believe you. Bye, Jean, and good luck. Mum put down the phone and let out a sigh. Bloody hell, for a moment there, I thought she was actually going to do in her old man. She still might, I said. I know, it always bothers me that I never find out how the story ends. Mum, you have to stop doing this, I said, topping up her mug with tea. For starters, it's irresponsible. You're not a counsellor, you've had no training.